0: and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhom and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Luke 23, verse 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, He said, Father, into Your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, He breathed, his last. So when the centurion saw what had happened, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And the whole crowd who came together to that site, seeing had what been done, beat their breasts and returned. Some of your translations say they were in deep sorrow. Verse 49, but all his acquaintances acquaintances, excuse me, and the women who followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Today, I haven't preached in a couple of weeks, Ashley. I feel good now. Today, I'm gonna to preach a message for the note takers called The Crowd at the Cross. The Crowd at the Cross. Some people love a crowd. The rush hour commute, Beating cars brings them a joy. (laughs) Some people love the crowds at a Christmas shopping centre experience. It seems to invigorate them, inspire them. How can you beat the lines? How can you find the shortest line? I see it as a competition, but there are those this morning who feel as though a crowd is a torturous experience. During the pandemic, Remember in those lockdown seasons, the roads in Sydney were quite empty. I felt like I was driving in Perth. (laughs) Some people, a crowd makes them feel uncomfortable. But some will argue that if you go to a music event, that a crowd is a key part of the attraction. (laughs) Some of you go onto Google, these days on Google You can see the peaks and the troughs of a crowd in a shopping centre, choose the best time to go. Some find the crowd inspiring. The presence of others just seems to kind of take their game up a notch. If you've ever been to the football with me, AFL football that is, I do have a problem. (laughs) The problem is I get inspired by the crowd. And I seem to lose my voice by the end of the game because I have a deep belief that my voice makes a difference when I'm watching my football team. <laughs> but as I've probably gotten a bit more mature, a little bit older, I've discovered that when I go to events, I also have a fixed need for personal space. Alison bought me a birthday present a little while ago, and we went and saw. A string quartet. I'm not into string quartets, but she convinced me on this. They're playing old Michael Jackson songs. Now I'm from South Africa, we like Michael Jackson. And the greatest thing about going to this string quartet was that it was reasonably empty and I had a whole row to myself. I love a crowd, but I also love my space. Easter, however, is about a personal experience. It's about your relationship with God, your heart, your emotions. He left the 99 to find the one. Paul said to Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. It's personal. However, Your experience as a believer is also about a crowd. Although it's personal, you are interconnected, you are deeply woven into a fabric called the body of Christ. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world, a crowd that He gave His one and only Son, begotten Son, that whoever, an individual, believes in Him. So we see the experience of the crowd, but we also see that it's for the individual. (laughs) When you entered church this morning, communion was personal. It was between you and the Lord. When you sang that song, It was between you and the Lord. But it was also about a crowd. It's also about a group of people coming together to celebrate the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the death of Jesus, there's a whole bunch of individuals who have a personal experience with the Messiah. But there's also a crowd. There are political leaders. There are soldiers, the chief priests, the scribes. There are relatives of Jesus, friends, followers, a person who denied Christ, the rich, the poor, those who passed by. And the Bible also says there were bystanders. In Luke's Gospel, he actually says that there was a great number of people who followed Jesus just to watch The spectacle. Individuals, but also, come on now, individuals, I know you haven't had your coffee this morning, but I don't want to lose my voice on you today. Individuals, but also a crowd. It's amazing when you think about the very experience of Good Friday today, there are crowds across the globe. Who will gather to celebrate the death of Jesus? You could take the crowd that was at the cross and you see different experiences with what happened at the death of Jesus. I want to show you today about three crowds. The amazing thing about these three crowds is that these three crowds still exist today. And on Good Friday, these three crowds are present right across the globe as they hear, listen, and think about the message of the cross. The first crowd that you see is the crowd of apathy. What does the word apathy mean? Well, essentially we're talking about uh, someone who's indifferent, a lack of feeling or emotion, A lack of concern, excuse me, a a lack of interest. Psalm 22 verse 18, it was prophesied about these soldiers and it says, they divided my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. We see it in Luke's Gospel in chapter 23 verse 34. It says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. For these soldiers, it was nothing to them. They were indifferent. At the very shadow of the cross, they were unmoved by its implications. We could say that they were, watch this, playing games at the foot of the cross. The shadow of the cross was there. The very Son of God was there. And here they are playing games at the foot of the cross. These soldiers would have touched the cross. But when you're apathetic, the cross never touches you. These soldiers would have held the cross. But when you're apathetic, the cross never holds you. If you go back to the verse that we just read, Luke chapter 23, verse 34, it says, Jesus said, Father forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Beautiful words of forgiveness they would have heard, and the very next statement says, and the soldiers gambled for his clothes. Seeing they do not see. Hearing, they do not understand. There's a crowd that's apathetic at the cross today. Indifferent, unmoved. It's just a religious experience. Just another religious event in our calendar. They feel nothing. They only see it As a historical event, it has very little meaning, very little effect on their lives. They are playing games at the foot of the cross. All across the globe, apathetic people. In the shadow of the cross, the very voice of Jesus is speaking to them. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Yet they still choose to play games at the foot of the cross. Then you get the crowd, number two, of animosity. This crowd, they're heavy. <laughs> Matthew chapter 27 verse 39 says, Those who pass by hurled insults at him. Think about that for a moment. They're just passing by. Well, we may as will hurl some insults while we're passing by, shaking their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross, if you are the son of God. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the elders mocked him. Can you see the crowd of animosity? Yeah. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. The crowd of animosity. They attacked his identity. Said, if you are the son of God, come down. This crowd of animosity attacked his ability said, if he saved others, he can't save himself. And this crowd attacks our faith. He trusted in God, let him deliver him. But there's one thing they got right, even in their mocking. It says in Luke chapter 23, verse 38, an inscription also was written over him in the letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Greek, because it was the language of the intellectual. Latin, because it was the language of the Roman government. And Hebrew, because it was the language of religion. They, without realising it, declared the truth in every language. He is the king of the Jews. In this crowd of animosity, the Bible also tells us about the two robbers who were crucified with him one on his right, one on his left. And the scriptures tell us in Luke chapter 23, verse 39, that one of the criminals hanging alongside of Jesus cursed him. The word that's used there is simply to blaspheme, uh, it was an insulting language. But then you had the other who said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus said to him, today you will be with me in paradise. Think about this. Under the sentence of death, these two criminals, one was asking for mercy, the other making insulting remarks. The thought occurred to me, when you encounter the cross, it will either harden or humble you. It'll either make you, watch this, cynical or soft. You will either resist or you will repent. Animosity. Cursing the name of Jesus. Right across the globe today, there will be the crowd of the apathetic, indifferent, There will also be the crowd of animosity, not another cross, (laughs) not another religious, why do we call it Good Friday? We should be having sport all day. (laughs) Why all the Jesus stuff? Why the stuff on TV? Why do I have to go to church? Why do I have to be dragged along? because the cross is confronting you. And like this crowd, you will either harden your heart or you will humble yourself. Right across the globe, this crowd still exists, swearing and cursing at the name of Jesus. Yet the love of the Father still reaches out and says, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. If I could have a keyboard player, that would be great. The crowd of apathy, the crowd of animosity, and last but not least, the crowd of adoration. Let's talk about Mary for a moment. Jesus' mum. Some say there is no greater love bond between that of a mother with her son. And all the mum said, Amen. Just don't tell your daughters that. (laughs) Here's Jesus' mum. Heartbroken. He's the son of God. But that's my son weeping at the foot of the cross. It's hard for us to imagine the pain, the suffering she would have felt. But in her heart, there was an adoration. She remembers. She remembered the miracles. She remembered the water that was turned to wine she remembered his words she remembered his parables the crowd of adoration there was also another man that was touched mark's gospel tells us about a centurion a soldier he was the captain of the soldiers mark chapter 15 verse 39 says so when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last he said truly this man was the son of god the apathetic the crowd of animosity and the crowd of adoration watch this the death of jesus even though he was the captain, the word centurion means captain of a hundred soldiers, literally, even at his death, the hardest heart was penetrated. The saying of Jesus was already coming true. If I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people unto myself. Watch this, the magnet of the cross had begun its work. Doesn't matter how hard your heart is today, just like the centurion, you can say, I think Jesus Christ is in actually, actually in fact, He's the Son of God. Maybe when the centurion stood by the cross, When there was darkness all over the land when there was an earthquake when the veil of the temple was torn in two perhaps when he heard the words of Jesus father forgive them they do not know what they are doing something began to change in his heart and the magnet of the cross was pulling him into grace so here's my question where do you find yourself today in the apathetic indifferent unmoved in the shadow of the cross you choose to be unmoved or in the crowd of animosity Hurling insults at the name of Jesus. All the name of Jesus is, is a swear word. (laughs) Notice nobody says when they bang their thumb with a hammer, they don't say Buddha. (laughs) They don't say any other religious name. Whose name do they curse? The name of Jesus. It's the crowd of animosity. Or today there are people in the crowd of adoration we worship you Jesus we honor you Jesus we love you Jesus we thank you Jesus you have changed my life I once was lost but now I'm found I was blind but now I see you've healed me you've forgiven me you've set me free I was broken I was damaged. I was an alcoholic. I was the last person to leave the nightclub. I was violent. But yet when the love of God touched my life, when Jesus touched my life, all I can do this morning is worship Him, is worship Him, is worship Him, is worship Him. I was anxious. I was fearful. I was depressed. I was broken but I'm in the crowd of adoration, I've experienced His grace and His kindness and His goodness, His love and His mercy. And the Bible says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Where are you today? Are you indifferent? Are you apathetic? Just another Good Friday. Beauty, I get to have a holiday. Beauty, get to eat some chocolates. Apathetic. Animosity, cursing his name. or oh, Reverend, like the centurion, truly this man was the Son of God. Which crowded you in. Crowds will never change, they'll always be there. And every single Easter weekend, the same three crowds, watch this, are at the cross. 2,000 years, the same three crowds gather. My prayer today, is that like the centurion, the captain of a hundred soldiers, the hardened man, the tough man, the killer. Even though he was hard, the love of God was still able to penetrate his life. So here's my message for you. You are not so hard or you are not so broken or you are not so damaged that the love of God cannot touch you. Truly, this man is the Son of God. This is what we're going to do. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. And the reason why is it's not a magical prayer, but more than that, simply it's it's a prayer That like that centurion soldier, that helps us to declare that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It's a prayer of repentance. It's a prayer that says, Jesus, would you forgive me of my past? Would you give me a new start? A beautiful verse in the Bible that says, if any of us be in Christ, we are new creations. Old things have passed away. You do not need to bring your old life into the new. The Bible says old things have passed away. All things have become new. You can experience His forgiveness today. So if we can bow our heads and close our eyes. And I'm going to ask everybody in the auditorium to repeat this prayer after me. And perhaps there are people who are praying this prayer for the first time. There are others maybe who prayed this prayer a long time ago and Here you find yourself on Good Friday service, again at the foot of the cross. Jesus is saying, you need to come home. Could we all pray this prayer? Pray it after me, pray it from your heart. Dear Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Come into my heart, be my Saviour. I repent of my sin and I receive your forgiveness, your love. And complete acceptance I am now set free from my past I am now a child of God with every head bowed every eye closed if you've never prayed that prayer before you did a long time ago in a moment I'm gonna ask you to lift up your hand the reason why I want you to lift up your hand I want to see you I want to pray for you today I want to encourage you there are a few people around the auditorium also helping me to see sometimes it is difficult to see everybody christians this is where we begin to pray right now the count of three if you prayed that prayer for the first time or you did a long time ago you're coming home would you be able to lift up your hand are you ready here we go one two three i'd love to pray for you today lift it up god bless you i see your hand that's fantastic come on who else is there i want to pray for you today. God bless you, that's fantastic. I see your hand, so good. Thank you for being so bold. God bless you, I see your hand as well. Thank you, God bless you. I see your hand right up the back, that's awesome. God bless you over here, I see your hand as well. God bless you. Anyone else, come on from the front to the back, make that commitment to Jesus, the crowd of adoration. I wanna pray for you today, lift it up nice and high. I'd love the opportunity to pray for you today. So good, so good, so good. Now we're gonna pray. Father, thank You for these amazing people. Thank You, Lord, that You love them. Thank You, Lord, that You care for them. Thank You, Lord, like the centurion, they recognise truly this man is the Son of God. Lord, we bless them. We speak life over them. We encourage them today. And we thank You for a new beginning in Jesus' wonderful Name. Amen, amen. Can we give those people who raised their hand a great clap of encouragement? So good, so good. Come on, let's keep clapping. Let's keep encouraging them. Thank you, Lord. So good. Wow. Giving your heart to Jesus on Good Friday. How awesome is that? Come on, let's clap. Let's give these people another... Clap of appreciation, so good. Those of you who raised your hand, we want to say to you, we're so grateful, so honoured that you would open up your heart to Jesus. Let me say this to you, it's the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life, and that is to be a follower of Jesus. At the end of the service, what's going to happen is one of our amazing Horizon church people are going to come up to you. We've got a gift that we'd love to put in your hand called the Gospel of Mark, a beautiful book from the Bible. It's our gift to you. And also you may have some questions and uh, also you may want someone to pray with you and encourage you. And that person who comes to you will be able to do that for you. Can we just clap and appreciate those people just one more time. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.